Good morning. How's everyone? Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we come to your throne of grace, thanking you for your loving kindness. Thanking you, Lord Jesus, for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that in a time of turmoil, Father, we can find some peace, Lord. We pray that you would provide that peace throughout the world, Lord. Father, we pray that you would provide that love throughout the world, that agape love that you have, Father, that surpasses all love, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all your blessings, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father, for all the lessons learned, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we have learned to understand us as humans, Lord, and, and our lack of what we uh, should have, Father, because of you. But, Father, let us reach to you for more, Father, and for a greater understanding, Father, of why you put us here on this earth plane, Lord. Let us learn, Father, to connect with one another, to love one another, as we learn, Father, to have faith in you and have that strength that we need for our lives, Lord. We ask you to pour out your spirit upon us, Lord. Let us come together, Father, as the body of one in Christ. Let us be, Father, all that you would have us to be. Let us serve the purpose, Father, that you have purposed us for. We thank you, Lord Jesus, Father, that we are rising from this pandemic, Lord, not in a perfect way, Lord. And we pray that, Father, all use the wisdom, Father, that would come from you, Lord. Father, let us, Father, that are laymen, Father, understand, Father, that we just can't jump out there, that we must be uh, wise within ourselves, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for, for keeping us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for blessing us. Thank you for all those, Father, that have suffered and grieved and lost ones, Lord. Father, we ask you to touch their families and bless them, Father. Strengthen them, Father, for this new course, Father, that we're all about to be on. Let us all, Father, have the disciplines and the behaviors that we should have, Lord, to do the works and to do the followings and to help the people, Father, in the way that you would have us to. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we have a pastor that is wise and that is making right decisions for his flock, Lord. We ask you to bless, bless him, Father, mightily, Lord. Praise him, Lord Jesus, and, and lift him up, Lord Jesus, to where you would have him to be. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this journey, for all that is learned, for all, Father, that has been neglected, let us be a wiser person, Father. Let us use the knowledge and the wisdom in the right way. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the uh, knowledge and the wisdom we're about to receive. Let us all, Father, understand, Father, and open up our ears to hear, Lord, what the word of God speaks to us this morning. We thank you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, and amen. Good morning. I was trying to think of what song I was going to sing this week, and uh, I learned on Thursday that my producer of, a, of an album I recorded back in 93, and the musician for all of my songs passed away uh, due to this pandemic, and uh, one of the songs that I wrote immediately came to mind. And, and it's a slow song, and it's a quiet song, but it's a song about encouragement. And it's just a reminder that no matter what you're going through, whether it's related to this pandemic or just life in general, that if you believe what it says in Psalm 91, it says, God will hide you under his feathers and in his wings, if you trust, he will be your shield and he will be your buckler. And this song is called Refuge.
My enemies circle round me like thieves in the night. Their voices are soft but frightening, and harm is in their eyes. They try and steal my thunder. They try and curse your name. And sometimes my soul gets weary, but this thought will remain that there is a refuge in thy wings from the hurt that life brings. You take me in and you make me strong, then you tell me I belong. And through your love you've shown that I'm never alone. My soul is in the right place and I can sleep when you tell me I am home. Like lions sent to devour me, no mercy they have shown. They hide, they wait, they hesitate, thinking I'm all alone. But you rise and stand against them, wave your hand and cast them down. Save me from the darkness of this world. Give me peace I've never found. And there is a refuge in thy wings from the hurt that life brings. You take me in and you make me strong. Then you tell me I belong. And through your love you've shown that I'm never alone. My soul is in the right place and I can sleep when you tell me I am home. Lord, wealth, I've no need for that. Just save me by your grace. And when I make it to heaven, I'll be satisfied to see you face to face. For there is a refuge in thy wings. From the hurt that life brings You take me in Make me strong And tell me I belong And through your love You've shown That I'm never alone My soul is in the right place 
And I can sleep when you tell me I am home Oh, my soul is in the right place And I can sleep when you tell me I am home I am home My spirit's in the right place my heart is in the right place my soul is in the right place and i can sleep when you tell me i am home i am home bless you ago you all had heard that song and like it you need to uh, encourage him to to do that again that whole album again it's a powerful album and it didn't get it didn't get what it needed the publicity that it needed and it's a great 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 album I'd like to see him do it again and I'd like to see him even go further into his music all right we're gonna this is an extension from last week we talked about a resurrected life and so I, I, I want to keep going because the question is, the question is, how's your new life? Are you living your new life? And, 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 and this is exciting. I'm living a new life. This is exciting for me. This is probably one of the most exciting times for me that's ever been in my life, because, not because of this virus or anything, because of, of, of reaching down in, into the spirit of wisdom and, and knowledge and understanding and the Holy Spirit revealing to me that even at the age that I am right now, that he has resurrected my life into a newer and higher place. He is elevating me into a newer and higher place. And that's a good thing for your leader to be elevated to a higher place, a higher spiritual place, because that means that you are being elevated. But I want us to, to really get this life. We, we need to start as Christians. We need to show a dying world that Christ still lives and, 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 and he lives within us. You know, can't no, vi no virus, no disease, no germs can stop us or hindering us from living, as Jesus says, life and life more abundant. We know that Satan comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy, but he cannot put his hands on God's people. Amen, Amen to that? Because, because, we, because we are sons and daughters of God. Now, I want every Christ Temple member and friends to listen to this message. I want every one of us to start living a new life and with new spiritual levels. This should be an exciting time. We have, uh, this should be a rebirth. This is a rebirth, and we're we just going on higher and higher because when everybody's focusing on the virus, we focus it on Jesus Christ. All right, all right? One of the most, the, the, the biggest virus that we've ever had to challenge is sin, the sin virus. But we have been delivered from the sin virus through the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are free, and we are living this resurrected life, and I'm excited about this message, and let's go. We're going to start off in Romans 6, verse 4 through 6, first from the voice. Therefore, we were buried with him through this baptism. We were buried with him through this baptism? Into death. Into death. So that just as God the Father in all his glory. And we're talking about just as God the Father in all his glory. 
our Heavenly Father, God the Father in all his glory. Resurrected the Anointed One. He resurrected the Anointed One, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we too might walk confidently out of the grave into a new life. So that we too may walk confidently. Wasn't that the word you said? Yes. We are, we are walking confidently out of the grave of the old life, right? Yes. Into a new life. And I want every one of my members and all of my friends that are listening to this here, it's time for us to walk comfortably into this new life that we have gained through Jesus Christ. Isn't that right? So I'm excited about this new life that Jesus Christ has provided for me. I don't know where it is, but I know it's a new life. And if he's given it to us, it is a life of abundance. I want somebody to walk with me. You want to walk with me this morning, church? All right, amen to that. Amen. To put it another way, if we have been united with him. To put it another way, if we have been united with him, meaning Jesus Christ. To share in a death like his. Mm -hmm. Don't you understand that we will also share in his resurrection? We are going to share in his resurrection. Sin, the death, sin, and the power of sin. You know, sin leads us to death. But we no longer have sinned. Jesus Christ has died for our sins on Calvary. We are crucified with Christ, so now we walk in the resurrection of Christ. We are new somebody. Walking in new shoes. Huh? You know, the old, remember when Moses went up in the mount, and the first thing that the angel took, take your shoes off. And I, I like to say this, it's not in there. Those shoes that he was walking in, your shoes is your own understanding. It's the own path that you're walking on. Well, you take them shoes off. We're walking on a new path now. We got new shoes, a new destiny, a new journey. Oh, this is exciting for us. All right? Amen to that. Amen. All right? In verse 6, we know this. Whatever we used to be with our old sinful ways has been nailed to his cross. And whatever we used to be and whoever we used to be in our old sinful life was nailed to the cross. It no longer exists. It is dead. It is dead. Okay? So our entire record of sin has been canceled. It has been canceled. And some people don't understand. That is the power of Christ in his death and resurrection. He canceled out my sin and your sins. All right? And we no longer have to bow down to sin's power. And we no longer have to bow down to sin's power. Because sin has no power over children of God. No power. You don't have to bow down to that anymore. The devil is a liar if he's telling you that. But we know he's a liar and a father of lies. But the Bible says if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And the truth is that when Jesus went to Calvary and was crucified, Paul really makes it very clear when Paul says, I was crucified with Christ. Well, we have been crucified with our Christ, so our sins are left on the cross with Christ, and we are set free this morning, and we don't bow down to the power of sin anymore. You're free this morning. You're free this morning. I should have titled this thing is What Next? Yeah, what next? I'm out of the tomb now. I'm out of the grave now. What next? Well, what next is a new life. A new life in Christ. All right. Now again from the passion. Sharing in his death by our baptism means that we were co-buried and entombed with him. We were co-buried and entombed with him. All right, keep going, please. 
so that when the Father's glory raised Christ from the dead. So, so now listen to this. This is very powerful. So that when the Father's glory raised Christ from the death, we also were raised with him. We're not dead anymore. So when Jesus Christ's Father, the Heavenly Father, raised him from the dead, he raised us from the dead. That same thing that happened over 2,000 years ago is the same power that Jesus' death and resurrection had then. It has the same power today. So you're alive today if you're in Christ now. All right? We have been co-resurrected with him. We've been co-resurrected with him, empowered to walk in the freshness of a new life. We have been empowered to walk in the freshness of a new life. We ought to be excited about that. That word just gives me chills. Freshness in a new life. You got a new life you ought to be living. You see, Satan's been, Satan's been lying to you. You need to throw those old covers off and put some new covers on and get ready for a fresh new life. No stale life anymore. It's a fresh life. It's kind of like in the morning time, real early in the morning, you go out and you take a deep breath of fresh air and it just fills you up. Well, this, we need to take a, a deep breath of fresh air and ask the Holy Spirit to, to give us new life. Every day we wake up, new life in Christ. All right? For since we are permanently grafted into him to experience a death like his, then we are permanently grafted into him to experience a resurrection like his. We're going to experience a resurrection like his, people. That's right. And like his and the new life that it imparts. He imparts us a new life. That's the reason I came to Christ. See, I, well, them church folks wasn't getting it to me right quick. But when I got that understanding, oh, there's going to be a new life. There are some rewards. And the rewards of being a Christian, being saved and baptized with the Holy Spirit, it comes with a new life. You get stamped. A new life gets stamped on your life. A new life. This is good stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you all that are listening, you hear all those amens. There's only seven people in here, but we just, the Holy Ghost doesn't filter this room up. You see, we in here, with seven of us in here with the unseen hosts. You know, the Holy Ghost done filled this room up up in here. So, yeah? Yeah, the, the, it's filled. We got, this room is filled, and I know that you're excited by listening to us on whether it be on your cell phone or, or on your um, TV or whatever instrument you're using now, okay? Could it be any clearer that our former identity is now and forever deprived of its power? The, your former identity... Is deprived of its power. That means it doesn't have any power over you anymore. You listen to Satan. He's trying to tell you that he does. It has no power over you anymore. It is deprived of its power. That's right. For we were co-crucified with him to dismantle the stronghold of sin within us. It says, see, when Jesus Christ, when you take Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, it dismantles the strongholds that used to hold you within sin. It's, it, demand, it dismantles all of that. That's right. And the only thing you can believe from Satan is a lie. Because the Bible says it was dismantled from that. There's no more strongholds of sin within your life anymore. You're free to walk in the newness of Christ. All right? And that is so that we would not continue to live one moment longer submitted to sin's power. You are no longer to live one minute 
over the power of sin in your life because it is not there anymore. Period. It's gone. It has no power. It's been dismantled, thrown in the trash. That's called hell in the spirit. It's gone. It's done. It doesn't have any power over you anymore. Quit listening to your flesh. Listen to the spirit. The spirit has told you this morning it doesn't have any power over you this morning. Say amen to that. Amen. Now let's turn to Philippians 3, verse 12 through 14. First from the Passion. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. See, see that is Paul. I love this. Paul says he admits that he has not, he hasn't got it all together yet. But he says, I am pursuing. And I like that because Paul, the greatest Christian that ever lived, most people say, and people get confused and say, you know, it was Jesus. Jesus wasn't a Christian. Jesus was the Savior. So Paul, this great Christian, is saying, I'm pursuing. And I like that because at the age that I'm at right now, I can say that I am still pursuing. Yes. Right. You're still pursuing the life that Christ. Christ is not done with me yet. God is not done with me yet. And I'm excited about it because it's giving me energy to keep pursuing the life that God has in store for me. In other words, there is a future for all of us. All of you ought to listen to me. There is a future for you. Keep pursuing the life that Christ has for you. And as long as you're pursuing the life that Christ has for you, guess what that's telling you? You're still alive. All right? Then he says, but I run with passion into his abundance. And I love that, Brother Trevor, because we like about running. We track folks. He says, I run with passion. So I love, I run with passion until his abundance. Wait a minute. Jesus says that he came to give us life and life more abundant. We need to run with passion to that life that Jesus Christ us, life that promised us life and life more abundance. In other words, there's still some abundant things in your life. Keep running to life and life more abundance. Do you understand? And he runs so that he may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called him. He says he's running that he might reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called him. Every one of you, there is a purpose. You're not here just to be here. Once you get saved, God has a purpose for you. You need to keep running and running and running with passion to that life that God has for you and that purpose that God has stilled in you. It is there in you. You got to keep running. You see, and I like the word running because that means you ain't too old. Still run. Running to the life and the purpose that Christ has for me in my life. Does somebody want to run with me? We ought to run together. Each one of us running together with different purposes, but we do it for one cause, for the Lord Jesus Christ. All right? The purpose to fulfill and to discover I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. He says, I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. Come on, he's got one, one compelling focus. I forget all of the past. I'm forgetting all of my past. Guess what? Because I've been resurrected by the power and the blood of Jesus. Remember, I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. And I know I have. That's right. You see, so I can keep running. That's right. Read that again. I like that. I forget. All of the past. I forget all of the past. Somebody needs to hear me this morning. Get out of your past and take off running 
because you have a great future and a great purpose in front of you. You have a get out of that life of poverty and get into the new life of abundance that God has for you. Spiritually abundance, mentally abundance, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, he's got that for you. And Satan's coming to kill and steal and destroy because he doesn't want you to have that. But he can't stop you from having that. He can try to hinder you from having that. He can try to whisper in your ear and lie about it, but he can't stop it if you keep running front forward for that. Forget your past. Forget your past. Your past is on the cross with Jesus Christ. You were crucified with Christ. Forget your past. There's no past. It's just a future. All right? Then he says, I fasten my heart to the future instead. And he says he fastens his heart to the future instead. My heart is fastened to the future. To the future. I ain't got time to worry about the past. I'm not looking behind me because my heart, oh man, is excited about my future. And you ought to be the same way. All right, give me what scripture I'm on. Verse 14. All right. I run straight for the divine invitation. He said, I'm running straight for a divine invitation. You have a divine invitation through God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. All right? And that invitation is reaching the heavenly goal Ah. and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. And the goal is, in the victory prize is the anointing of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You see, once you become anointed, anointed, there's a scripture that says, Don't touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. And, and oh yeah. And see, today I'm, I'm telling you all, you anointed people in the power of the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Satan can't touch you unless you let him in your ear. You see? All right. Now again from the voice. I'm not there yet. Nor have I become perfect. And see, that, that, that gives me a goal. I'm not there yet, nor have I become perfect. But I am oh, charging on to gain anything and everything the anointed one Jesus has in store for me. And nothing will stand in my way. Nothing will stand in my way. I'm grabbing on what Jesus Christ has for me. I'm running for what Jesus Christ has for me. And you got to get bold and say, let nothing stand in my way. Sometimes you got to talk to that devil and get, get in that devil's face, and you might have to get gangster, as we call it. Get in his face and say, no, 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 you a liar. Nothing means nothing, and that means you, Satan. Loose here. You get out of my life and get out of my way because I've I got a clear path, through, clear path through Jesus Christ of Nazareth to get the goals and the victory prize that the anointed one, Jesus Christ, has invited me. We all have an invitation this morning. We all have an invitation this morning. Help me, Holy Ghost. We all have an invitation this morning to live the glorious life that Jesus Christ has promised us. The abundance life that Jesus Christ has promised us. That's right. All right? Again, nothing will stand in my way because he has grabbed me and won't let me go. He's grabbed me and he won't let me go. He's grabbed me and he won't let me go. He's grabbed me and he won't let me go. He's got me wrapped up, tied up in his love and his loving arms, and he won't let me go. Hallelujah to that. God is good. God is good. Yes. Some of you understand what I say because I like to tell jokes sometimes. You've had some people grab you and let you go. 
Well, I'm getting ready to tell you somebody, the person, Jesus Christ, the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost will grab you and they won't let you go. You'll be there under the protection and the direction of the Holy Ghost. And when, when God grabs you and holds on to you, he won't let you go. Satan has no power because you're in the arms and the protection and the love of God. All right. I got a little winded there. I might start doing wind sprints. I'm going to start doing like this. All right. Verse 13. Brothers and sisters, as I said, I know I have not arrived, but there's one thing I am doing. And I wanted to make sure we got this again. Brothers and sisters, I said, I know one thing that I've not arrived, but there's one thing I'm doing. I'm leaving my old life behind, putting everything on the line huh, for his mission. Yeah, that's right. Putting everything behind me for my new mission because we've been resurrected, right? We've been resurrected. I'm telling now. I'm talking today. We've been resurrected again because I believe in resurrection, resurrection. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And I, I'm, I'm excited about the line for this new mission. Whatever it may be, he'll empower me to do it. Here we go. I am sprinting toward the only goal. Now, y'all know I'm loving this. Y'all know I'm loving this as a sprint coach. I am sprinting towards the goal that counts. Sprinting towards the goal that counts. Excited, empowered to sprint again. I can sprint again. I can sprint again in the spirit. And I'm sprinting to that. I'm excited about it. This ain't no jog. I'm excited. I'm so excited. You can't jog. Can't walk. Sprint. That's right. Toward that only goal that counts. There's only one goal that counts. And that is pleasing the Lord Jesus Christ and living a Christian life. Amen. All right. And receiving the benefits that come from it. Amen. All right. To cross the line. I want to cross the line to win the prize and to hear God's call to resurrection. Want to cross that line. And you know when they cross that line, they'd be sticking their chest out. And some of them sprinting. See, sprinting is not like this. They sprint, they'll throw their hands up. You see? And then when they, when, and the cute ones, when they sprint through the line, they'll run a little further and look around in the crowd. You see? Because they, they, they get consumed with the victory that they has just won. You see? And that's what we need to do is get consumed with the victory in Christ Jesus. Just take off running in the spirit. Right. All right? That resurrection life found exclusively in Jesus Christ. And it's and found exclusively in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ain't no place else you can find it. There ain't no other. Man, this is a good life. We ought to be excited about what's happening in here. We ought to be excited what's happening in your personal life. Because this is, we don't, Satan couldn't stop us. Look at us. We in households all over the country. You see? We every place. He could not shut the voice of the preacher down. Huh? All these electronics. Huh? He's using them. To, more people are listening to us now than ever listened to us. You see? So that means more people are going to be running. More people are going to be sprinting for that prize that is in Christ Jesus. And it is the only prize that counts. Good God Almighty. Now, Romans 8 and 17 says, if children, then heirs, heirs of God. Okay, if we are children, see, we, I'm going to let you know, you know, if we are children, then we are heirs of God. Heirs means we got something. That's 
We're in partnership with him. We're in fellowship with him. And what? And joint heirs. And we're in joint heirs with Christ. Yes, Lord. We're in joint heirs with Christ. Whatever he inherited, we inherited. Whatever is his and mine. He's given us the power of attorney today and the authority to tell Satan he's a liar and the truth ain't in him. He's given us the power to run through all the barriers that Satan would, we can just tear him up. If you ever watch the hurdles, because I'm in a track mode today, if you ever watch the hurdles, you can win the race and knock every hurdle down. Some of the Olympic champions will knock every hurdle down and just run through them. And some, they're strong enough that the hurdle doesn't take them down, they take the hurdle down. Well, we them kind of runners. We them kind of hurdlers. Satan puts something in front of us, a hurdle's in front of us, we run it, we knock them down and keep on running. Because we are not focused on the hurdles. We are focused on the goal and the victory prize that Jesus Christ, the anointed one, has promised us. Amen. Amen. All right. If we suffer with him, we may also be glorified together. And if we suffer with him, we'll all be glorified together. What that means, we're going to live on this earth and, on the, and in heaven a glorious life. Say amen to that. Amen. All right. I don't know if I'm done. If I'm uh, getting, one if I, more scripture. One more scripture. Okay. I, I'm good at that. Second Corinthians. Let's do it glorious. Uh, glorious is marked by great beauty or splendor. And that's the kind of life that Jesus Christ has promised you. A great life of beauty and, and, and splendor. That's right. And excellent. An excellent life. A delightful life. A marvelous life. An amazing life, a wonderful life, a bright or shining, a magnificent life. That is the life that you are promised through Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. All right. Now, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, first from the King James. Therefore, if any man be in Christ. And I love this scripture. Therefore, if any man or woman be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Old things passed away, and behold, all things become new. Therefore, if any man is united with the anointed one, that person is new creation, and the old life is gone, and see, a new life has begun. And if I was a rapper or one of these great singers, I would drop the mic. God bless you.